0: welcome everybody to inside the mind podcast today we're going to be going inside the mind of a civil engineering student reed ferry how are you today hey zach thanks for having me uh doing real well you know good day nice weather today
1: can't complain (laughs) beautiful weather of ottawa that's how it goes you know
0: we get a few days out of the year where we're lucky out of (laughs) the summer i guess exactly um speaking of ottawa you're originally from here and I guess just going into it, you chose to go away for school. What's that all about?
1: Yeah, uh, born and raised in Ottawa, love the city. But you know, when when it came from, what it came down to for me was I had to make a decision, and there were a lot of factors that played into it. You know, there's uh, money's a big one, uh, reputation of the school. I I only applied for two schools. It's just one to stay here, one to go away, and at the end of the day, I felt like the pros just really outweighed the cons. Like I was mm-hmm. definitely nervous. Like going yeah, away is, is, is a big thing. And if you're not ready to do it, then it can be that much, uh, more of a hard decision to make. But I kind of just thought, you know, I was at a point in my life where I was like, I need change and I need to do something. Like I, I wanted to just have a, uh, have something new to, to chase. Right. right, right. And, uh, I felt like going away would give me more of those opportunities. Yep. And honestly, greatest decision I ever made. Probably like the best experience of my life to date. That's awesome. Uh, you know, going away, living on your own, the freedom. Yeah. Yeah. Is something that you can't really get anywhere else. And, and I mean, you have to be mature and ready to, to handle. There's a lot lot more to handle, but oh, yeah. it's, it's great. Like, uh, you
0: know. Yeah. Cool. Cool. So before we get into... All the pressing questions about your program and and your career choice. The good um, stuff. Exactly. Uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. What's your story? What kind of things do you enjoy? Have any what? hobbies? What's going on, Reed?
1: I have no hobbies. <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, so, like we said, from Ottawa, um, the story of Reed. Well, probably not that exciting, to be honest. I'd say... Uh, yeah, high school. High school is a great time. So I surrounded myself with a good group of friends. And uh, university is really where the stories lie, to be honest. Uh, <laughs> but we'll, we'll get into all that. It. Yeah, we'll get into that. Uh, other other than that, like, uh, you know, played sports for a long time, did basketball for a while, uh, but really pursued football for a while, ended up making the tough decision to give it up, which we can also talk about later. Yes. And uh, at this point, hobbies love music love making music love listening to music all that kind of stuff um man what
0: else do i do yeah I, I yeah so i always see you making new music uh making some beats and and uh tracks and everything so what kind of got you into all that like what inspired you to to kind of i guess you're experimenting right now and just playing around but do you see yourself eventually wanting to take it more seriously or i mean i just love music like i'm a big big
1: music guy like music is uh something that really drives and influences me it was something where i was like you know it's so accessible these days like technology is so easy to pick up a mic pick up a few mics perhaps (laughs) and uh just get out there and you know i i just wanted to play around so just messing around having fun like it's right now it's just a hobby just something i do for fun they sound good so far man appreciate it yeah. listen to a few of them thank you uh yeah i mean it's just a hobby right now uh it's something i do for fun like i don't take it too seriously i just yeah, really yeah. enjoy it it's just something fun to do on the side definitely yeah. um yeah i i love uh what kind of music do you like big hip-hop fan big r&b fan love me some good r&b mm-hmm. uh you know who am i listening to avid these days saint john new guy oh, yeah. i found love saint you got john. any
0: underground guys you want to maybe promote
1: I mean St. John's on the come up so I don't know if I would call him underground um, maybe in a couple of years there's this guy Uh, I don't know if I'm saying his name right but Tyus Tyus
0: Tyus <laughs> I don't know T-Y-U-S I'm pretty sure it's Tyus if a song goes viral soon and it's by Tyus you've heard it here first
1: yeah he's an R&B Trap Soul-ish kind of thing mm-hmm. if you're into that
0: a little Bryson Tiller-esque a little bit nice 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 awesome all right so first question for you man what inspired you to go into civil engineering
1: well this is probably uh not that exciting of an answer i feel like it's kind of a cliche but anyway um as i found with many of my other civil engineering counterparts we all love to build things specifically at a young age with lego Mm -hmm. and uh I mean, all I can remember, that's all I'd get for Christmas. All i get for my birthday was, like, Lego kits and different things with robots and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, I did that. And then, as I got older, uh, in school, as stuff got more difficult, always loved the math, loved the physics. Uh, Never took biology. Did not like that very much. Uh, Chemistry was okay, but really physics math so it really pointed me in the direction of engineering yeah and then i was uh, spent some time reading through the different branches and stuff and the one that always stood out was civil you know it reminded me of my lego days and uh, at this point i really am glad i made that decision i was also deciding between electrical engineering and mechanical
0: those were my other options but uh, really happy i went with civil cool cool and and you said that you you started off with lego and building stuff and then you really enjoyed the math and all that was there anyone you looked up to who was already a civil engineer or not really to be honest i don't know any civil en- well
1: okay i didn't know any civil engineers mm-hmm. when i was applying and when i like i had made this decision like grade 10 so like quite early like by grade maybe even in like middle school by then I knew I wanted to be an engineer yeah. but I think by grade 10 I remember I was like civil
0: that's really good actually you know you you hear a lot people are graduating high school and actually already committing to university programs and they still don't know what they want to do as a career so knowing from a relatively young age is actually Really nice to hear and I guess it it sets you on your path towards at least somewhere in engineering, not necessarily civil right away, but like you said, you always enjoyed building things, so maybe that's kinda where you took it. Yeah, for sure. I think
1: I'm I would definitely say I am in the minority. I'd say from experience. Most people aren't so sure what they wanna do. Like some people have an idea, but like to know exactly what you want to do is rare. So I mean if you're out there and you don't know, like, don't sweat it, because, I mean, I'm just uh, the, the minority, as I said, so, yeah, I mean, I'm, that's, I'm happy, and it's great, but,
0: uh, you know, don't, I don't expect it to be that easy for everyone. Definitely, definitely. So, you said before, you know, you went away for university, and um, it comes with certain obstacles and, and getting used to. Um, what are some pros and cons about going away and kind of handling that and that whole experience as a whole.
1: We could talk about this for a long time. Um, (laughs) Okay.
0: For someone who's thinking about it, what do you think they should uh, think about? You know, you said finances and all that. So,
1: yeah, well, I think it's very important to consider finances because everyone has a financial situation. Maybe it's not a very pressing financial situation. Maybe you're well off, but still worth considering. Uh, so for that, I would recommend probably just a ballpark estimate of like a, a finance guide, finance chart. You know, you can write down your projected expenses. You know, you tuition, living, uh, food, entertainment, and then at home you do the same thing. Tuition would possibly be lower. You wouldn't have to pay for housing, I'm assuming, if you're living at home. Um, Food, if you're living with your parents, you wouldn't have to pay for that. So you factor in those things. See the difference in price. After you do that, I think it's important to evaluate these pros and cons. So some of the things you can look into are, am I wanting to move out? Like if you're one of those people who Mm. from the beginning of high school, you've been like, oh, I can't wait to move out. Can't wait to move out. Yes. Yeah. In my mind, that tells me you're probably not mature enough to move out if I'm being honest. That's what I've noticed, to be honest. Like, people who are like that, it's just because they want to move out so bad because they can't handle their
0: parents. And if you can't handle your parents, you're not mature enough to be on your own. So you're saying they're they're moving out for another reason than actually what's best for them.
1: Exactly. But I think, I mean, if you, uh, you need to uh, really take a... Uh, outside view like outside looking in step back for a second and and say to yourself do i do like am i self-sufficient do i do my own laundry at home i mean maybe you don't but could you like if i mean i didn't necessarily uh right away but it's something i could do could i imagine myself being able to cook for myself Mm -hmm. and i mean a lot of people can do it but some some people i mean You've, and you've made some nasty recipes so far. I mean, those look. You you don't even know. Are very <laughs> fit. Follow me right now. Plug all plug the plug. Yeah, quick plug. <laughs> no. Uh yeah no. I, I honestly cooking is something I've really enjoyed doing being alone, living alone. Sorry and. Uh, yeah, but anyway, back to what I was saying. Uh, so that's one thing. Like I think you really gotta evaluate. Okay, can I live alone? Would I be able to do it? The next thing, um. You need to really evaluate like the school you know if if you're going to a school like if you're going to i'll use example i go to the university of waterloo and if you're going away from home so let's use uh ottawa as an example if i was going to go seven hours away from home pay all this extra money on living just to take an arts degree at waterloo i would probably not recommend it
0: probably no benefit there
1: right you can get a great arts degree at U Ottawa just the definitely.
0: same. Yeah,
1: 100%. So, for me, I mean, uh, uh, Waterloo has a great reputation and has a great co-op program, a great engineering reputation and a yep. great co-op program. So,
0: there was a lot of push for me to go there um, and really good opportunities when it comes to co-op as well. Yeah, I
1: think that's something we'll definitely get into because mm-hmm. co-op, there's uh, so many great things and I'd highly recommend anyone to do co-op, but... At this point, like, I think the two things you want to, like, mainly focus on is is the uh, pros of the university, the reputation of the program or the school you're going to, is that uh, worthy of the cost? Is that yeah. worthy of the cost? I think that's your biggest number one question. If the answer to that is yes, then do it. If the answer to that is maybe,
0: maybe look at other some of the other factors um, and, you know... You, like, you might have to be comfortable with being in debt for a little bit of your life. If you're someone who oh, yeah. who's scared of always uh, spending money or not having a lot in your bank account at the time, um, you know, it's, it's a lot for tuition and, and residence and all that. So, and at that point, you're committing to a four or five year payment every single year. It's continuous. You're always putting money into it. So... So, yeah, you always have to be weary of that. Um, Yeah, absolutely. And another thing I would say,
1: you know, if someone were to come to me and say, hey, I think I would be able to live on my own. And the money to benefits kind of ratio is I, I think it makes sense to do. But I'm still just not fully sure if this is the decision for me for whatever reason. Maybe they're just nervous. Maybe they're uncomfortable. If if the reason is because you're nervous, I would highly push you to do it because I think it's, I was nervous and it was such a great experience. I mean, I think you'll just find yourself, you'll grow, you'll mature
0: so much faster that way. And uh, that would be my advice to, I think with, with uh, a different mindset, you could quickly turn nervousness into excitement and uh, that could definitely drive you to big places. Yeah, absolutely. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Okay, so um, what do you think is the hardest thing you faced being away from university then?
1: Mm. Time for the juicy questions. I see. Okay, <laughs> um, I would have to say, uh, okay, this, I would say, being away from my friends to be honest, is what is I found the most difficult because thanks,
0: man, no problem
1: (laughs) because I've got a, I've got a really good group of friends here and, you know, going away, having to be away. And the way it works in my program is I'm four months away and then four months on co-op. And so far I've been able to come back to Ottawa for my co-op and have been able to see um, my friends, but you know, it doesn't always work that way. But uh, you know, being away, It can be difficult just because it's like you're not talking to these people quite as much, but I think if you have a good group, then that's not so much of an issue, but it's still like, oh, you know, there's a Friday night, you don't have any studying to do. Oh, I want to go out, and it's like, okay, well, I have to go out with my friends in Waterloo, which, I mean, I have great friends in Waterloo still, but it's... It's just missing you miss different people at different times, right? right. When when I'm yeah. in Ottawa, you know, I miss people there. It's 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 another thing and building new relationships like when you move could be difficult, yeah. Yeah, when you move to a new city and you have uh you're meeting new people and new friends, it's like okay, but you're only there for a certain amount of time and then you come back so it's hard to build
0: those bonds sometimes, but again, if you find the right people, that won't matter. So. Yeah. And like what do you think are some new skills you've developed? being away cooking cooking okay. definitely uh you know
1: being able to follow recipes and you know uh l- figure out what you want to eat and plan uh, oh that's a good one planning like mm. planning is something that you're going to have to be good at you need to plan okay when am i going to the grocery store this week and when am i studying for my midterm this week and when am i doing my assignment Whatever else you got to do, you know, you want to find time for yourself. You want to find time, go to the gym, play your sports, whatever you got to do. So you got to plan. You got to you got to learn,
0: you know, a lot of different skills that way. Sweet, sweet. Um, And what's the workload in your program like Um, specifically for civil engineering? Because someone who, let's say, is interested in an arts program, they might be expecting, you know, essays to write kind of group projects, things like that. So what's the workload? Um, How many hours a week do you think you spend on homework? And um, do you have any things like projects you work in groups in? And um, I guess on a personal note, do you enjoy working as a group when studying for exams and, and those kind of things?
1: Okay, so the first part of that, what's the workload like? If you're not willing to do a lot of work, don't go into engineering. I'll tell you right now, like you have to. And seriously, if you don't enjoy working, like if you hate doing math, if you hate doing physics, if you hate doing homework, I really would not recommend it. I mean, it's not I know it's not the most fun thing in the world, but uh, that's what it's, well, that's what you got to do. So for me, workload in first year, they told us you'd be in as much you, sorry, you had a. You would have as much homework hours as class hours. So in first year, my class hours are about 35 hours a week. Jesus. Now they've dropped to about 28 hours a week. And that's what the second, third year, and fourth year look like. About mm-hmm. tw- 28 hours a week. And so they tell you about 28 um, hours of homework. Now, I would say, to be honest... Um, A lot of my free time goes to homework. What a typical weekday looks like for me, wake up at 8.30, go to class until 2.30, go to the gym 2.30 to 4.30. 4.30, I come home, make dinner for about an hour, and then I'm working until 9.30 or 10.30. And that's pretty much what every day looks like. The weekend, you know, you wake up when you wake up, 10, 11, whatever it is. You do homework, you know, take a few breaks to cook, do laundry, whatever you got to do. And then... You know, I still do have time. I do go out most weekends. Like, mm-hmm. I schedule my time so I'm working during the day, knock out, you know, five, six, however many hours, and then uh, go out around, you know, seven, whatever I want to do. So you're not like totally bogged down. And if you have things to do during the week, just plan around it. You're not. You you still have time to do things you like to do. I still have time to go to the gym four times a week. That kind of stuff.
0: Yeah. So, so like speaking about that, how do you find that healthy balance of your academics? your well-being and a social life with all
1: that work as i said before like planning a skill you will have to develop living on your own and it's so critical because if you know you have something coming up like say you have something the night before a midterm like i don't know uh whatever it happens to be and it's important and you really want to go to that well don't use your midterm as an excuse in my books like if you really want to go to that make it happen just plan accordingly plan. Oh, I'm going to have to take four hours off the night before the midterm. So I'm going to put in
0: four extra hours the day before. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. So I mean, a lot of people I know and, and myself included, if I know I have an exam the next day or a midterm the night before I tend to maybe stay home, take it easy. Um, if I usually go to the gym, I might make it a smaller session or not even go in general, just To create more time for myself to study um so so what you say about going to the gym anyways for example uh you're trusting your planning you're trusting your schedule and and i think that's a good quality quality to have
1: yeah absolutely i think you really have to like you said perfectly trust your planning Mm -hmm. and i i mean i don't think I don't I don't really take exams or midterms as a reason to skip the gym or, you know, of course, if there's something where, you know, we're doing something like a party that night, I'll be like, OK, I might not go yeah. or I'll, <laughs> I'll try to like reschedule if we're meeting or something. And, yeah, and yeah. that's a, a thing. But at the end of the day, if something's happening, you can't get it moved and you really, really need to do this, like for whatever reason, just plan and you can make it happen. Everything you can make everything happen if you need it to
0: with proper planning. That's great to hear, man. It, uh, you know, I think it's motivating for a lot of people and myself included. Um, And when things get hard, when things get tough, you have a lot of work on your plate, you know, exam season. I know you guys have something called a a hell week in first first year where you have a bunch of exams in that one week. Um, Did you ever find yourself in a place where you felt like giving up? And if you did, how did you bounce back from that?
1: Um, short answer, no. Um, <laughs> like, yes, hell week was not fun. It's basically five midterms in five days, uh, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. And it, uh, it is stressful. But again, you start studying one week, two weeks before a little bit at a time, an hour a day you get all your review notes done for all the classes the you know a week before and then you review a little bit each night finish the other assignments in between and then it comes the night before your first midterm you just review the notes quick look over the practice problems that you've already done and then you write it the next day same thing all that stuff should be done beforehand
0: and Take i'm not one step at a time
1: yeah i mean i'm not the type personally that i stress much that's just not me but i know tons of people who are I've never seen such levels of stress,
0: man. And I think it all has to do with your, your mindset, like your attitude towards things. I think you can manifest what you believe in, you know, if, if you're the type of person who's like, okay, I got this. It's under control. I trust my schedule and everything. I think that's going to create such a better outcome than someone who's maybe staying up all night, um, you know, and not not to take away from maybe you have to stay up all night to study for something cuz that's definitely the case in some in some instances like you run out of time and things but um i think if you have a positive mindset about things then the more positive outcome will will happen very true i mean
1: uh very well said because the more that the more it's kind of like the whole like man, like what you said, manifest. If you put out positive energy, positive energy is going to come back. And it's the same when it comes to your schoolwork. If you just have a positive attitude, try not to stress too much, trust your planning, everything you just said. Like it's really the mindset that drives your happiness, drives your success, all that kind of stuff. So when it comes to this school, this whole school uh, business it's the same thing like
0: definitely yeah yeah i think that's that's really uh i think that's really nice for people to hear maybe someone who's in high school right now stressing about the work stressing about you know the here first year is crazy a lot of people change programs a lot of people drop out um you know just believe in yourself you know you could do it thousands of people graduate every year Thousands of people become an engineers if that's what you're in, uh, interested in, and yeah, just believe it in yourself. You, you could definitely do it. Um, so speaking of that, like, I think you represent a person who, who would make a good engineer, um, but there's definitely different, different types of personalities. Um, what do you think? Um, Like, what personal characteristics do you think make a good engineer? Well, good question. I
1: uh, would say I have definitely seen many different types of personalities in my program. And some people I worry for, but, (laughs) you know, we'll see where they end up. Um, I would say you... As an engineering student, because that's what I am, so that's what I'll speak on. I think as an engineering student, you want to be driven. You want to be a problem solver. You want to be motivated to make a change. I think no matter how big or how small, that is pretty important. Like, you know, for me, I'm not the whole, like, entrepreneur type. Like, I want to just make this and that and like do my own business at this point. Like that's just not me. That's for another podcast. (laughs) (laughs) But I still want to help people. You know, I want to, you want to make a difference. Exactly. I want to, I just want to make, make a difference. And that's what it comes down to. And I think, uh, yeah, you gotta be passionate too. That's important and have a good work ethic. Like that's what it'll come down to. And you'll have no problems. Like, uh, you know, if you have those things, you can you can get it done.
0: Cool, cool, cool. Um, so you're an engineering student now. Um, where do you see yourself in ten years? And what are you most excited about um, getting into the field? You know, like once you graduate, you have the whole world in front of you. You could, I guess, you you specialize in some things in your later years now, but you really have an open field of what you could work on and where do you see yourself in 10 years?
1: Another great question.
0: i <laughs> uh, been working on these, man. I see. <laughs> um,
1: okay. In 10 years, I would, it's hard to say, okay. I would say like where I'll be tough to say. I think uh, at this point, you know, I've had all my co-op so far in Ottawa. So, you know, maybe I'll stay around, but uh, I'm I'm just kind of trying to go, I'm expecting at least to go where the job takes me, but I would like to definitely, like you said, specializations coming up soon. I'm definitely interested in the structural aspects of civil engineering, the bigger, um, structures, you know, airports, buildings, bridges, highways. That's what really has caught my eye. Mm hmm. Specifically, airports. I really loved airports.
0: What makes you like airports so much?
1: It's the amount of intricacies that go into an airport and the amount of engineering that I just don't think the average person realizes. Like, even me, like just the runway, like the if you think about it, you got like these massive planes hundreds of times a day coming in at very fast speeds and hitting this well to most people just a piece of pavement but there are yeah. like tons of layers underneath and so much engineering that goes into just making sure it can withstand all of this and then you know airport ties in highways parking lots buildings uh the runway the the tar mats the transit ways like there's all these different pieces that bring in so many different engineering uh pieces together like even bridges because there there are overpasses leading Wait, to the airport right. and like and there's just so much that goes into it. And that's what really interests me. Uh, I had a course on that in second year and really enjoyed that. So hoping to get a co-op term at the airport coming
0: soon. So cool. Cool. And so that's where you that's where you'd want to hopefully work in the coming years. Right now, right
1: now. I'm interested in it. I definitely want to work there for a co-op term. See if this is really what I think it is. But it's just so hard to say what i'll be doing because even within structural there's so many different places i could be i could be the one building the next bridge in ottawa or i could be the person who's you know looking after the old folks home down the road (laughs) so i don't know
0: yeah i mean there's value in both someone has to do it right oh yeah (laughs) awesome awesome um for someone looking to go into engineering right now um you're a student right now so so you're you're about to get into the workforce do you think it's a good field to go into do you think there's a lot of jobs out there and and uh yeah if there if there's someone wondering about choosing between two different programs maybe let's say for example computer science or computer engineering Versus civil engineering, versus mechanical, electrical. Do you think there's space out there uh, for the civil engineering students?
1: I would say that, uh, you know, engineers are just such an important role in our everyday lives. Everything that everyone does, everything you touch every day has some kind of engineering involved in it. Uh, so I think it's definitely a great field to go into. It's one of those fields that, you know, you don't really need to master after you get your bachelor's degree because it's very specific and you learn a lot of what you need in the bachelor's program. Like if you, you know, you come out with, a, I don't know, a kin degree and you want to do something more specific, you want to work with high level athletes, maybe you want to do physio, whatever it is, you're going to need to master. And a lot of programs that aren't as specific, involve going down that road so you know there's that to consider as far as the type of engineering whatever speaks to you go online read the different descriptions of the different types think about what you like what you you did maybe what you did as a kid like that's what i did and or what you've always liked go from there i don't think uh one is necessarily better than the other there's i mean there's so many new types of engineering too that yeah gotta be lots of jobs out there for those
0: yeah very well said um, I think at the end, you just have to do, do what you're interested in, right? You you definitely don't want to start a program that, um, that you're not fully on board with because at the end of the day, that's, you know, that's going to be a waste of time, money, and effort and not to take away from people wanting to try things or not 100% sure about about what they want to do um but really make an educated decision at the end of the day talk to people listen to some podcasts and think about what you want to do you know go on indeed.com look at if there's jobs out there right now um go on the university websites see what the programs are like and I think through doing all that research, you'll have the best uh, information at your fingertips to make that decision in the end. Yeah,
1: I think uh, I think that's the way to go. You know, I, I think, you know, if you need to try something, I don't necessarily think that's a bad idea.
0: No, not at all.
1: But uh, like you said, you know, it's it's about making that educated choice that what feels best for you and uh you know i think stuff like this like what what i think the goal of this podcast is ho- hopefully to give kids who don't really have an idea what they want to do or maybe they do but they need more information they to get want to learn more or something yeah get that's that definitely fir- the aim you know, of it get that first person kind of view so i think it's a good thing we you got going on here
0: yeah man i want to thank you so much for being on the podcast and uh taking your time to be here um is there anything any last words that you wanted to to say to students, say about yourself, any upcoming things um that you wanted to speak of? Um Yeah,
1: I mean, I'd say just one thing I wanted to touch on, I guess would be if you have an opportunity in front of you and it m- makes you nervous, it's probably a good opportunity. You know, I have always thought like pushing yourself outside of your comfort zone is a good thing to do. Whether that's moving away, whether that's the program you're going into, you know, different things can can make you nervous. But I, I find that's usually because they're going to pay off like things where you're pushing your boundaries are the things that help you grow the most. Um, so just keep that in mind. And I think uh, if uh, one uh, On a quick other note, like in terms of co-op, um, if you have an opportunity to do co-op, I would recommend, you know, getting to try different things while you're in school studying what you like because, I mean, I've had co-op terms and not all of them have been that fun, but I got some experience and now I know what I do and don't want to do.
0: Yeah, and just putting yourself in different environments, you're always... Um expanding your social network which never hurts at all Uh, meeting new people getting more references and one thing you know everything happens for a reason everything's a stepping stone to where you want to go and yeah i completely agree with that never pass up an opportunity um awesome uh any last shout outs any instagram plugs you want to put out there
1: well, uh, as mentioned earlier, our fairy fit uh follow me up, you know, try to give out some informative fitness related stuff, follow my journey, maybe get a few of those recipes Zach was talking about, <laughs> but uh, yeah,
0: they look good, man. Thank you. <laughs> I try. Cool, cool. All right, well, thank you so much for being on the podcast today. Yeah, not a problem. Thank you for having me. and thank you so much, everyone, for listening. Tune in next week for more Inside the Mind podcast. Take care.